0: Friends, will you pray with me? Good and gracious God, send your spirit now that the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts will be pleasing in your sight for you and you alone, O God, are our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So I want to know, how are you doing? I mean, really, how are you doing? Do you have someone in your life who, when they ask you that question, you feel as if you can actually answer them truthfully? I was having a conversation with a friend from seminary on the phone earlier this week. She was in her car on the highway with her young son heading back from a trip to somewhere. And in the course of our conversation, there was a lull at one point, And she finally chimed in and she said, Alan, how are you doing? I mean, really, I how are you doing? And I was tempted at first. I was tempted to give her that standard issue, boilerplate response. I'm good. It's all good, right? But instead, what I found myself talking about is a lot about what we talked about in worship last week. And that sermon where we reflected on just the sheer weight of, of stress, the, the weight of the world, right? The, the heaviness of this moment in which it seems we're all living. The weight of grief. Grief, yes, over the loss of life and loved ones and relationships, but also the, the collective grief that it seems we're all experiencing at the same time as we, we experience this, this loss of normalcy. The grief that comes when you you lose those those normal routines and people and places that, that normally you add life to and that in turn add life to you. I found myself talking about the weight of anxiety and, and fatigue about how so many of us just are tired of being tired. We're tired of, of worrying. At one point I was even remarking about how now we're in the season here in Southeast Georgia where Uh, It seems that no matter what time of day you walk out of your home, you walk into this, this world that feels heavy because the air is so heavy with humidity. Right? Heaviness. The weight of the world. How am I doing? I'm feeling the weight. The weight of things. She commented about a conversation that she and her husband had had not long ago where he made the remark that, you know, it it almost feels as if we're all living together in this moment that's like a mashup of, of the Great Depression and civil rights and the Spanish flu and Watergate all rolled into one. It's a little bit of an exaggeration, but there's also some truth in it. I think so many of us are just feeling the weight of things as if it's just pressing down on our shoulders, or, or like we're trying to hold the weight of, of the world in our own two feeble hands, and we're not sure we're going to make it. You know, if that's you, if that's how you're feeling today, I want you to hear again Jesus' words in our passage from this morning, where he says this, come to me. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, he says, and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke, Jesus says, is easy, and my burden is light. You know, when I hear those verses, the the pronouns are what stand out to me the most. It's as if Jesus is is trying to remind his disciples, yes, long ago, but also his disciples listening today, that, that this weight we are feeling is not a weight that we carry alone. Because remember, those those first followers of Jesus, the ones he's actually speaking to in these verses in Matthew, right? These are people who know what a heavy world is like. These are women and men who who have not only left their homes and their livelihoods, but they're they're living in this time that is so steeped in violence, right? The, The violence of their world is a fact that will confront them face to face at the end of Jesus' life. These are people who are living in this world where where their next meal is anything but guaranteed. There's no grocery store on the corner. They're living in this world that that brings with it sickness, but, but no promise of a vaccine, no hospital that can care for them in the ways that we can be cared for, right? They understand what it is like to live in a heavy world, and it is to them that Jesus is speaking these words. The yoke is easy and the burden is light, he seems to be saying, because I carry the weight with you. So I got this email earlier this week. On Wednesday, it'd be the exact, July 1st, it was the first day for the new president of my alma mater. So the the school put together what they do now. They, They put together sort of a nice little video where This president introduces himself and his vision for the school. But it was interesting as I watched because I heard him saying a lot of the same things we're saying. I heard him laying out all of the weightiness of this period in history, this time in which we all exist. But then he said something very interesting. He said, you know, despite these challenges, despite these challenges, I can think of no better moment to step into my new role, right? New president of this research university saying, despite all of these challenges, I can think of no better time to step into this role. Now I'll be honest, my cynical side at first rolled its eyes. Come on, man, really? Had you known six months ago when the hiring committee hired you that you would be stepping into your new role in the middle of a global pandemic leading a big school, you would have run for the hills. There's no way in the world you would have signed on for this. But then the other side of me, huh. Despite these challenges, there's no better moment to step into my new role. The other side of me began to wonder, if maybe there's not something we should learn from that. If perhaps despite these challenges, this weight, this heaviness in which we are living, perhaps there's no better moment for us to step into our roles as disciples of Jesus Christ. Maybe, friends, there is no better moment for us to begin witnessing to that one who loves us despite our weariness and despite our burdens. Maybe there's no better moment than this moment to show the world what it means to be prisoners to hope. Hope in the one who is gentle and humble in heart. Maybe there is truly no better moment in time than the church of the crucified and risen Lord, to truly be the church. But here's the thing. To do that, I think we first need to shed some weight. I think we first need to find that quiet place in our lives. Remember, Jesus, anytime he feels the weight of the world and the crowds pressing in on him, what does he do? He finds a quiet place. I think you and I, we need to start finding those quiet places in our lives where we can set down those worries and those burdens that ultimately are not ours to carry. I think we need to begin to find rest and the knowledge that, yes, we are called to be witnesses, but friends, we are not called to be the Savior. For there is but one Savior, And we are not him. Listen, I don't know what it is for you. I don't know what it is that's weighing you down, that's suffocating you of your your ability to to find hope. But, But friends, what I do know is that God desires to carry some of that weight for us. God desires to lift some of that burden that we might at last finally breathe in again and find life anew. So how are you? Really? I hope you're well. But even more, I hope that this day might be the mark of all the days to come as we hear, yes, an invitation but even more so a promise in the words of our Savior who says to us now in these heavy days come to me Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, he says, for my, I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Friends, may the Savior, the Savior who invites us to come, be the one who lifts that weight, if only a little, for you today that you might breathe and no life again. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen.